Hello, I'm Haley, and this is Taya, and welcome to Haley and Taya Rip Up Supernatural and a Start Over, and also sometimes talk about other stuff, a podcast. Also known as Satrusa, and today we are talking about Season 2, Episode 15, Tall Tales. It originally aired on February 15th, 2007, and was written Hold by on. John Shab- What? What? Could you hear that? Haley? Yeah. Yeah? I muted because my mom was talking to me. Did it not oh, mute? Oh, okay. I think I just... No, I think I just heard part of it. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Sorry. No worries. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying. It uh, was written by John Shaban, who has done some other ones that we've seen, and we haven't liked most of them. So this is a plot yeah. twist. Oh, it's it only wrote one more plot after twist. this. And Bradford um, May, the director, I checked only directs this episode and that's it so uh john has written skin which we didn't like Hookman, which we were disappointed in scarecrow which we only liked because of meg the benders, the benders which, which we really hated bad. dead man's blood which wasn't good everybody loves the clown which was super bad. weird and bad croatoan which was super disappointing this one which we loved and Folsom prison blues which we have not seen yet And I don't remember. I don't either. So, Um, John, you have a really bad track record, but this yeah, but somehow this one came through. I will talk more about that during readings today. I don't have any notable content warnings. There's a creepy professor, but nothing past kissing happens. And the plus, it's like I mean, he's nothing on screen because it's like all he's doing, like he's cheating on his wife, which isn't great. But she's not even his student. Yeah, so and it's not really like even like he's she's not his student, and she, she's I mean technically not real, and also <laughs> if she was real, is an adult. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So my summary. I kind of have a long summary written down because it was it, I, this episode was a lot, but mostly because of how much it bounced around, um, and I. I don't know if I captured that well enough in the summary. Taya, you'll have to let me know. Okay. So, the episode enters on a shot of a church, which comes to be known as an on-campus church. I don't actually know if it was a church, but I think it was. It looked like a church. Might have been the hall that we talked about. It wasn't a church. All right, that's funny. A young girl approaches an older professor and gets him to agree to office hours. She admits she isn't a student. Professor starts flirting and kisses her when, uh uh-oh, her face starts rotting, and she spooks him. We see a janitor leave the building below, and the professor's body promptly falls to the ground behind him, killing him instantly. Cutting to present, Sam and Dean are in a motel room as usual, Sam studying up on the case, and Dean in bed eating what appears to be poutine, a very important detail. Sam gets frustrated with his music and lack of motivation, and they bicker. Bobby shows up. We are told that they called him for help on this wackadoodle case and this is where things get fun a majority of this episode is told through flashbacks narrated by sam and dean with alternating views of how things occurred first we are told about them finding the obituary of the professor and investigating due to rumors of a ghost they speak to two college students in a bar dean flirts with a girl may or may not have made out with her dean and sam tell it in two different ways they check the professor's office and meet the janitor that found the what found the professor dead watched him die but didn't watch him die whatever 
Um, they speak with him. There are no ghost traces. They leave. They tell Bobby that supposedly that night, a college frat boy, the boy that they'd spoken to at the bar, is abducted by aliens. He claims to have been probed and that he had to slow dance with the alien, but nobody believes him. And then they discover a connection. Both of these victims have kind of been dicks. The third victim is also a dick. A research scientist on campus who tests on animals gets chewed up by a sewer gator. Some brother pranks ensue. They put together that all of these situations involve urban legends coming true, and Bobby immediately points out that they must be dealing with a trickster, which he has discovered pretty early on into the uh, him being there because of the way that Dan Dean and Sam are interacting with each other. With some thinking, they pin it on the janitor because he's the only human who seems to be on ground zero. Blah, blah, blah. They hunt him down, and he tries to trick Dean with some prostitutes. Dean begrudgingly refuses the prostitutes, and after a long fight, they kill the janitor. Dean, Sam, and Bobby leave. Dean and... Oh, wait. Oh, also, I admit, um, he summons... I don't, I don't know if summons is the right word. He conjures up a serial killer. That's part of the fight. Um, mm-hmm. Dean and Bobby leave. Dean, Sam, and Bobby leave. Dean and Sam try and fail to issue each other apologies. As they drive away, we go back to the theater and see that the trickster is not actually dead. Cool. I don't, I don't have anything to add. I mean, he's just standing over his dead body eating a chocolate bar. Like, you know, <laughs> the real good shit. So, as for my notes, my first note is that I absolutely adore the recap of their little pranks back and forth. Uh, the recap for this episode was just Dean and Sam and their, like, prank wars on each other because of the nature of this episode being a trickster, a trickster episode. Uh, spoiler yes. alert, it's not a trickster. And I will be referring to the trickster as who we know who, the, who he is because we have seen the show. Uh, the trickster is actually Archangel Gabriel. It's fine. But before they get to that point, they're going to call him Loki for, like, at least three seasons or... Not three. It's, like, two seasons or something. They call him Loki, and then they're like, just kidding. Yeah, they think that he's a trickster god. Uh, He's not. But we know that he is. So, not. So, yeah. My next note is, when you're a freak-ass professor who hits on young students, but you get hashtag pranked and then fall to your death. (laughs) I think that more freak-ass professors... Freak-ass professors should have this demise then i have dean is so funny turning the radio up instead of down what a silly guy followed by three pizza boxes boys because when they're in their motel we do see Mm -hmm. um next to the door on top of the fridge there's three fucking pizza boxes and my my question is how much food do they need because and like how long have they been here right because Sam comments later on Dean's food being disgusting in the fridge, and it's like... They can't have been there for longer than a week. Any... Literally, how is it that gross? What are you doing? Ugh, it's so funny. My next one is Bobby, because I love him. Uh, when he showed up on screen, Taya was like, we literally saw him yesterday. Mm-hmm. Because we recorded the last episode, spoiler alert, uh, yesterday as of when we are recording this one. But I was like, yeah, but I love him. I love him so much. Then I have, when the professor for ethics and mor- morality is unethical and immoral, you gotta love wow. it. You gotta love it. I would love for this to be an actual ghost TBH. I hope it is, is my next note, which obviously it, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. It was just an urban legend ghost. But I mm-hmm. love ghosts, and everybody should know that yeah. by now. We do. 
Yeah. Then I have Dean taking purple nurple shots. Very funny. I don't know why I wrote Maybe. that note. Maybe. Maybe, because Dean argues that he didn't, he would never drink something called a purple nurple, but then yeah. they continue to reference it throughout the episode. Right. So, maybe. Also, I didn't know that it was a real thing uh, until right now. But also, I've seen this episode before, so I knew it then, but forgot about it promptly. Um, hmm. Buddy's in the way of my computer. I would love to tell you my next note, but I can't because his big, his big furry oh, ass well, is in the way. I guess the podcast is over. <laughs> my next note is Starla. That isn't her real name. It can't be. Followed by We Love a Cut-In. And then a conversation between Dean and Sam. Dean saying her name wasn't Starla. Sam saying, then what was it? And Dean immediately being stumped and saying, well, I don't know, but it wasn't Starla. Something Dean- classy. And therefore, that actress, because they chose, for some reason, two different actresses for that scene, is named Classy Actress on IMDb. Obsessed with that. Obsessed. Or Classy Lady, whatever. I then have Dean Kiss number four, because if you've remembered, we are keeping track of how many kisses each of the boys get, and this is Dean's fourth, which is kind of embarrassing because I think in the last episode is when I pointed out that we haven't had a kiss in a while. It was either the last one or the one we just, before, since we're filming or yeah. recording two in a row. Yeah. Then I have obsessed with Sam just saying blah, 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 because, and Dean being like, yeah, well, that's how you sound, which is so funny. I, it's the subversion of like younger sibling, older sibling sometimes with them is just Dean's lack of maturity aces. Bobby, don't compare them to a married couple. Please don't give them fodder is my next note. Um, cause I didn't like that, but then I have Dean chipmunking these chocolates when they're in the professor's office there's like chocolates or candies or something and sam recounts it as dean just fucking shoving his face with them and chipmunking them and it was pretty i hated funny. it i liked it i hated it <laughs> then i have i, I love to see it you don't want to see it that's fair i have that i love gabriel's smile he's so goofy funny quirky <laughs> followed by dean's porn habit makes his entrance oh god because it it does the filming of this episode is just so fun, is my next note, which, Taya, would you like to mention uh, what you pointed out earlier about the Trickster episodes? Oh, um, any episodes with the Trickster, aside from, because I don't believe he makes an appearance in The French Mistake, tend to be filmed a little bit differently. They tend to be the ones where they play the most with style, aside from They'll sometimes do interesting camera angles for other episodes, but they don't really play as much with, like, breaking the fourth wall, or the, in this they have the, 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 what is it called? Freeze frame. Yes. brain turned off. They don't, they only kind of do it with the trickster episodes, which these episodes are generally what people like best Mm -hmm. like these are like some of the people's favorite episodes because they tend to be a little more goofy a little more fun the only other one i can think of yeah other than the french mistake which is unique because it is explicitly like it's in universe but not in universe yeah the only other one i can think of is the rabbit foot one because sam just kind of has some goofy moments but 
there's definitely like a different they bring a different energy i guess to how they film and edit these trickster episodes which is fun but it stands out pretty pretty significantly because people like these episodes because they're a little bit of a break like even the mystery shack which is like it is arguably very depressing because you're watching dean die a bunch and the whole point is that sam needs to give up and let his brother die (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> but it's a fun episode. And since Heat the majority of Supernatural is... Ar- <laughs> since the majority of Supernatural is arguably, like, not super fun. Like, they'll have one-liners, but it's not, like, usually lighthearted or goofy. No. It does leave you with a weird tone issue when you're watching them in a row. Especially if you're like us. We are not binging them but we're watching them weekly and then for these two we just watched the last episode yesterday mm-hmm. and it, it it's just like my brain is like well we were just talking like they ended the last episode with dean and sam talk arguing about like sam wants dean to kill him if he becomes evil and dean refuses to do that mm-hmm. and now we're like goofing around with like pranks and stuff and it's yeah. like it's a little weird, especially since we're in the second half of this season now, and that tends to be the darker half of the season. Right. And unfortunately, tonal shift uh, never gets better in this show because the show's crazy. Yeah. They don't know how to really do a fun filler, not even filler, like just like a fun, lighter episode because all their other episodes are so heavy. Yeah. Yep. And even this one has like some heavier moments, I guess, arguably like... Some of the content is a little bit heavier, but, like, then they're just goofing around with prostitutes. Right. Um, So, I don't know. (laughs) My next note is, would love to slow dance with an alien. And then the Sam hug scene. Iconic. Fucking iconic. Mm -hmm. I realized... There's a lot of... There's a lot of scenes from this episode that if you have not seen Supernatural before, you will have seen gifts from this episode on Tumblr. Yep. It's just... Good scene. Dean being like, no, that's what you said. And Sam's just like, I literally didn't, though. That's not mm-hmm. how I am. And Dean's like, mm, yes, it is. Which brings me to our next note. Uh, okay, gay joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, got it. It wouldn't be supernatural without one. And then this is perhaps my favorite part of the episode. Dean refers to something as being poetic or being like a poem and then says more mm-hmm. like a limerick. Which, okay, coming back around to Dean secretly being a huge literary fan, because he knows what a fucking limerick is. I don't know what a limerick is. And I'm an English major. <laughs> I'm not sure if Dean truly knows. Right, but he but he knows at least the name of it. And I, I think guess that's fair. For our rewrite, you know? Remember, I forget mm-hmm. what it was that he men- he referenced. Was it some Shakespeare play? Dude, I don't know. I don't remember. But really important for our rewrite, I think that it is. We had a little Yoda speech there, but it's fine. My next note is Urban Legends Coming to Life is fun. I feel like it happens more than once, uh, i.e. the Bloody Mary episode. Um, granted, the, that was like not exactly the same, but it's that like the, it plays the first on Ghost Facers episode. Yeah. Technically. I just like when it plays on Urban Legends. Mm-hmm. 
my next note is uh, my second favorite part of this episode, which is very important. Sam Winchester has a monogrammed money clip. He's fucking funny. And the fact is, of the matter is, like, at first I was like, okay, well, maybe this is a trickster thing. But, like, Sam wasn't like, that, that money clip isn't mine. He was like, give me back my money. Oh, I just assumed the trickster had stolen it. Right, but he wa- he didn't say oh, anything. Okay. About- he didn't say anything about the money clip. Oh, though. okay. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. He recognized it was his money because it had the money clip on it. Mm-hmm. Like Sam just has a monogrammed money clip, a monogrammed silver money clip. Huh? I don't think that's ever ever talked about or referenced ever again. But this was enough. It was so good. My next note is Dean and Sam wrestling was a good sibling moment um, because, oh my God, wait, guys, I forgot to do the death count before my notes. Hi, our death count today was two, both technically on screen, though the mauling one was not so much on screen as it was that started on screen. Yeah, that's all. Okay, back to the notes. My next note is Gabriel loves three things, dogs, food, and women. Very fair. Dean saying, I dig your style. Honestly, me too. I do love Gabriel's style. And by that, I mean that I love Gabriel. Does Wooden Stake actually kill Trickster? Question mark? We'll go over that later. I think. I don't know. And then I have, you know, if the Trickster were actually dead, the bed and disco ball would have been gone, which is something that I reala- like noticed while we were watching. Um, because, like, the prostitutes go away. The, the serial, serial killer, killer goes, goes away. away. But the bed and disco ball does not go away. And I think that that was... that they were just there then? Like, you just had them there? I think either it means that they were just there, or it was the show's way of hinting that the trickster wasn't actually dead. Haley, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they thought that through intentionally. Yeah, I don't either. But I I wish they they did. I wish that the show was better, which is why this podcast exists. Okay. All right, cool. Finally, my note, last note, my last note is <sighs> Dean and Sam are so incapable of emotion that they can't manage to properly say sorry to each other. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. So, Taya, your lore library today. All right, cool. So, this one's a little bit weird because, like we said before, this is not actually um, a trickster god. This is not a trickster, and it's not a god. This is Gabriel. He's an archangel. However, they're going to assume he's a trickster for this episode. And then when he comes back and they realize he's not dead, they are going to assume he's Loki. They are going to assume he's Loki for a hot second. And then they're going to find out he is Gabriel. And then in season 13, which I have not watched, you find out Gabriel did know Loki and killed Loki. Yeah. And pretended to be Loki. So, um, this is a little weird. So, um, I'm, I'm not using real lore for this because if we're being honest, I don't know where I would begin there because you have the biblical angels who, I don't know if the Bible actually talks about if they can die. Right. (laughs) I, I don't know if that's addressed. In Supernatural... Obviously, they can be killed, but they, as far as I know, can only be killed by a few things. It's like, hold on, I had it open. I just need to find the, there's so many, there's so much on this page. Advanced pyrokinesis, shut up. 
Um, so they can be killed by an angel blade, angel killing bullets, angel swords, archangel blades, holy fire, death itself, death scythe, and some other things. Holy <laughs> shit. Most of them leviathans, higher tier demons, and then like just various forms of angelic weapons. So right. a stake could not kill them. And then Loki is actually killed by one of Gabriel's sword, which is a wooden sword. Huh. But I don't know if it's it's crafted specifically for Loki. That's so weird. I Norse mythology is a little weird because like the gods can die, but like what kills them is like kind of depends, you know, right? Like Balder is killed by I think mistletoe because okay. like mistletoe wasn't around when everything else in the world promised not to kill Balder. Oh it's my a God. little confusing. I love Norse mythology, That's but funny. um, like to as part of like a punishment for Loki, he like constantly has snake venom like dripped into his eyes as he's like consistent constantly blinded i think um and odin is killed by lucifer so it's just like they're kind of just smashing things together and being like this could probably kill them right right so i don't actually know how true this a stake dipped of wood dipped in the blood of a trickster victim which by the way they didn't say in the episode if you watch the episode there's clearly something on the stake that they use there's like something dark on it they don't tell you that it's blood of a victim it says that in the trivia section oddly this article explains one thing that goes unmentioned in the episode itself the stakes used to kill a trickster must be dipped in the blood of one of its victims so like i don't know why they didn't convey that information but that is just not in the episode right if you were curious but i don't actually know how true this is that this could kill a trickster because the known tricksters are, and I don't think I'm going to be able to pronounce one of these correctly, unfortunately. Hold on, I'll look it up. But it is Loki who does show up, right? It's Anansi who does not show up in the show, but is mentioned. And then um, shows up in a tie-in, um, like a Bobby's, like, what is it? Oh, the Bobby book Singer's thing? Guide to Hunting. Yeah. Okay. And then this is pronounced... Is a Nazi the one who's, like, a spider? Uh, yes. Um, Wewe Koyotl, which is an Aztec god of mischief. Okay. Um, who appears in Supernatural Coyote's Kiss. Huh? Which is, um, the eighth tie-in novel. There... Um... I'm sorry! The what?! <laughs> the eighth tie-in novel... Uh, it is, uh, revealed a previously unseen adventure for the Winchester brothers that takes place during season six of the show. Stop. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. What? When a truck full of illegal Mexican immigrants is found by the side of the road, the occupants slaughtered with violent and unnatural force, Sam and Dean are compelled to investigate Guided by tattooed, pistol-packing bandita on a motorcycle, Sochi Cazadora. You're lying. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, but I do know it's pronounced Sochi. The brothers are plunged into the terrifying world of Aztec deities and monsters. No! No! Weren't we already problematic enough? 
think oh, I have to read this book now, Haley. I think we might need to read all of the tie-in books. novels. <laughs> We're going to have to read all of the tie-in oh, novels. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I would have lived my the... life perfectly fine not knowing that there were... How many tie-in novels are there? Is it just eight? Um, or is there over hold eight? Hold on. Hold on. Shush, shush, shush. Oh, Supernatural tie-in novels. Supernatural tie-ins. Okay, hold on. Oh, no. Oh, okay, so we have the anime series. Yes. We have 12, 24 comic, s- comic books. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. There's 18 tie-in novels, but one is exclusive to Germany. And then there are Hold seven on! Wait, no, rewind! Books. Rewind! Rewind to what? Why is one exclusive to Germany? I don't know. It just says exclusive to Germany next to it on the other Supernatural Wikipedia page. It's a German language book published by VGS following the first four episodes of season one almost to the letter by even taking dialogue straight from the episode. Then why is it existing? (laughs) It's like those like novellas of like children's movies that are literally just the movie in type form right you know like the high school musical yeah, ones. I was, stop i was literally about to say the high school musical ones nice yeah so then there's seven official companions the supernatural book of monsters spirits demons and ghouls supernatural john winchester's journal bobby singer's guide to hunting the essential supernatural on the road with sam and dean winchester the Men of Letters Bestiary. There are one, two, three, you think four, five role-playing games. Stop. Really? official magazine. Wait. And then they hey, have uh, the media we, and websites. What? Can we play the Supernatural RPG? Sure. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, yes. I can make Joey DM it for us. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Jeez, we were talking about lore. Holy shit, we got off track. I think that this um, was still very important lore to discuss. It was informative, that's for sure. Um, so, um, since there is... Hold on. So there is Anansi Huehue Coyotl. I think I already mispronounced it wrong. That's double negative. Uh, Loki and Ishu. I don't know Ishu. Hold on. Which is another one just from the tie-in books, but... Um, there's no page. Oh, uh, to Yoruba. Why not? Why not just keep taking things from other cultures? Um, but <laughs> the issue with these are these are four. Did I count that right? Yeah. These are four different gods from four distinct cultures. Well, and mythologies. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that they can't all be real, although I will argue that Supernatural doesn't know how to balance multiple pantheons. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I can tell, Anansi, it says family for Anansi, and it says God. And because of the way Supernatural works, I have to assume that means the Christian God, which is very mm-hmm. questionable. Um, for people who don't know, Anansi is Spider. Ashanti. Um, I believe I, I should look this up. I've talked about a, a, a no, I haven't. I was gonna say I've talked about Anansi in I, Supernatural before. I thought you had. I might have, but I've actually talked about it more um, in regards to um, 
Miraculous Ladybug? Huh? Uh, <laughs> there is a, um, one of the characters who gets akumatized becomes Anansi. Like, why not? Like, why not, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. You know, when you become a god, when you become a trickster god. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that was just taking the name, but it was very questionable. But we're not here to talk about Miraculous Ladybug. Anyway, Where so, we? um. <laughs> we're not. Anansi comes from the, is like an, it's like a pretty large group but it's uh around the area of ghana uh that part of africa so um i i don't agree with making i I, saying the family is the christian god supernatural doesn't know how to deal with having all these pantheons Mm. because like odin gets killed by lucifer according to this this happens in season 13 i assume so it's very confusing, like... Oh my god, I, sorry, I, don't I believe Satan gets brought into this. Literally, literally. Like, I don't think that any of these tricksters should be able to be killed by a stick with some blood on it. You know, they're all gods. They're right. all gods in their own right. They're not a lower supernatural being. So it doesn't make sense that they can be killed by no offense something so simple like if gabriel can't be killed by this why would loki be killed by this he constantly has poison dripping into his eyes even though according to this that isn't a thing that should be happening but we haven't met loki so it doesn't matter well we actually what don't i'm saying know is if, it doesn't if, make sense we don't know if gabriel can or cannot be killed by this because like technically the thing that dean stabbed was not gabriel it was that's true that's true. Um, I will say that I did go on the trickster page. It looks like that they have very similar things to angels, frankly. Tricksters are very powerful beings capable of warping reality. Their power is not on par with archangels, but it's close enough that they got confused. Right. Um, immortality, invulnerability, highly advanced trick reality warping, conjuration, shape-shifting, telekinesis, super strength. That's pretty on par well, with some of the big angel ones. But then here's the thing, though. Like, are these things just on the Supernatural Wiki because we, the only trickster we have is Gabriel, who isn't actually a trickster? Like, That's the question, isn't it? Because I can only assume, like, there is a page for um, the Aztec god... Hyo Hyo Koyotl, I I already forget, but it doesn't like it says he tr- like I haven't read this book so I and the 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 stub or whatever these are called on the wiki are not that detailed but a not an um a Nancy I haven't read that book either but it <laughs> sounds like I sounds like that it's pretty similar but. Um, that book came out in 2011 or something, I think. Okay. The Coyote, Coyote's Trail, is that what it's called? I think that sure. was it. And then Bobby Singer's Guide to Hunting also came out in 2011. So, like, multiple years after this and after it was revealed that I think he was an angel. So I don't know if they had a plan for what tricksters would have been like. Because I don't know if they ever planned to show a real trickster in this show. Why not, right? Because Loki didn't show up until season 13, and having not watched season 13, if I had to take a wild fucking guess, 
I would argue that they probably brought back Loki because fans really, really liked Loki and had been asking for him to come back for literal years. The show makes me insane. Yeah, so I don't... This was a confusing lore library, but only because this is a very confusing... Because I, I would argue they don't even realize that he's an angel because... Or, or Loki, because the because they, like, compare and contrast and, like, logically figure it out. I think he has to tell them that they're Gabriel, because they have no other frame of reference. Ugh. Hi. So it's just, it just leaves, it just leaves it all very confused. And, there and is I guess no I now have answer. to order about 3,000 books. Haley, no! you need to do a little crowdfund so I can order some books. Can't we just... Can't we just go to see if they're at Barnes and Noble? Like just sit in Barnes and, and Noble. And what? S- sit in Barnes and Noble for three days while reading the supernatural books? Yes, we can tell them it's for a podcast. <laughs> I'm sure they'll let us do that. Here, you you talk about whatever's next. I'm gonna look up the supernatural tie-in books. All right. So after Taylor Library is crack shipping, to which I have to say I don't have one for this episode. Sorry. Do. Hold on. Now I have to search up something else, because I'm trying to remember. While Taya searches up something else, I will tell you what could be crack shipping. Um, the two prostitutes who wanted who weren't real. Um, <laughs> the ones who don't exist. They don't exist, oh, but, okay. I mean, they could be lesbians, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabriel uh, I, I will say... Gabriel and Dean. That's a crack ship. Surely there's stuff about that. <laughs> Hold... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm on. I'm on the Ao3. So Gabriel and Dean has 1,035. That's like a lot. <laughs> Haley, I think you for it's not a crack ship, but I think you forgot something very important. Um, so obviously Supernatural has a zillion fix ever. So it has a uh, 267,000. Okay. But um, there it was a rare pair back in the day because I remember people talking about it. Dead ass. Even Sam. Gabe and Sam, 14,000. Whoa! That's Did you like ever hear about so that? so many! I know! 14,389. Stop it. Mm hmm. Hi. I'm. Mm-hmm. Supernatural amazes me. Well, it would be more interesting if we could do some. Sh- like, it. there's so many ships you can make, and all of them have men and are men. There's just right. no women in this show. Right. It's. Oof. Oh my god. Well, do you have what you were looking up, or shall I continue? Um, I was just, I was just looking up. Um, first of all, I want to say that they gave. They did not try at all with these book covers. You really? should look up the Supernatural books. They look just like another photo shoot for this show, right? Really? Like, they just look oh, like God. another... I'll send you one. It looks like it's just a poster, frankly. All right. It just, it's like looking. two guys. They're standing in front of a road. Help! Nevermore. Nevermore! <laughs> yeah, on Goodreads, it says there's 17. Shut up right now. 17 and on kindle i can get it for eight dollars wow eight dollars eight ninety nine for the supernatural book it is unavailable for pickup at my nearest barnes and noble lame well that's because they're trying you know um (laughs) you know like when you go to the school library and you're you're not allowed to like take out like the atlas you have to like read it there oh yeah yeah it's because (laughs) that's how they 
That's how they're treated. <laughs> At Barnes Fort and Noble. University, the Bronx, New York, Sunday the 12th, November 2006. A chill November breeze blew John Soder's hair into his face. Mother Nature's reminder to get a haircut in absence re- of his actual mother being around to nag him about it. She was back in Ohio where it was safe and also 10 degrees colder than it was here in the Bronx. What are you reading me right now? <laughs> Nevermore. No. I... Yeah. <laughs> Who are these guys? Who are John and Kevin? Oh, wait, was... nope, we're back to Sam and Dean. Never mind. Okay, all right. They're in Indiana, in case you were curious. Anyway. Now I am so curious, but it's <laughs> fine. Uh, today's episode was brought to you by... Hold on. I have to let you know the answer to that, but I am finishing a friendship bracelet, not... Hold on. Uh, today's episode was brought to you by Lady in Red, by Chris DeBerg. How did you say that? DeBerg. <laughs> okay. going to say DeBerg, but okay. Um... And this week's episode is brought to you by Next to You by Junk Food, because I think that's a great band name. Junk Food. Mm, that's good. Yeah. My favorite wiki today, my favorite Wikipedia thing, uh, is in the continuity section. Sam's laptop gets frozen on bustyasianbeauties.com, which links directly to the official Warner Brothers website. This also marks the first mention of Busty Asian, Asian Beauties, which became a recurring joke in future episodes as a supposed interest of Dean's. This is my favorite Wikipedia entry for multiple reasons. Number one, uh, the fact that BustyAsianBeauties.com is a real website domain that does actually lead to the Warner Brothers website, as tested by Taya just today on August 15th, 2022. Yeah, whatever page, it, it brings you to, like, slash landing, which isn't anything, but it does technically bring you to the Warner Brothers page. It's just like, this page doesn't exist. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like, their landing page never really existed. They were just like, eh, direct it to us, whatever. Which is funny. But also, Dean's weird porn interest uh, that now will be referenced forever in the show. And, like... And his weird fetishization of Asians. Asian women. Are there... Is there more than one Asian woman in this show? I don't think so. Because there's, what, Kevin's mom? Yeah, I was going to say Kevin's mom. This show sucks. This show sucks. But that's mine. My favorite thing on the wiki is under international titles this week. Oh. Finally, we're back to the international titles. And it's actually the last one. It's uh, the Hungarian title, which I'm not going to try to pronounce. But it translates to the Thimble Rigger. And I was curious because all of the other ones are very similar to English or very similar to each other. So we have like The Incredible Tales, Exaggerated, Enemy Brothers, Tricks and Legends, Unbelievable Stories, Incredible Stories, blah, blah, blah. We get it. Uh But this is the Thimble Rigger, which I looked up and apparently it means a swindling trick in which a small ball or pea is quickly shifted from under one to another of three small cups to force my kid guessing its location. I, first of all, I didn't know that's what that was called. That's so fun. Like, everyone knows that game. Like, we've all seen it. It's just right. where you have three cups and something is under and you move it around and you're like, where was it? But right. um, it's called Thimble Rig. That's what that's actually called, apparently. But I think that's like a really cool title for this episode. I so, agree. Great job, Hungarian translators. I think that's a really fun one. Thanks, Hungary. My rating for this episode today. Um, Mm -hmm. can I be honest with you? Yeah. Uh, today's rating is a solid 10 alien slow dances out of 10. Am I, listen, 
am I blinded by the fact that I love Gabriel? Perhaps. Yeah. But I love <laughs> yeah. the camera work. I thought the goofs were pretty pretty solid. I could I could go as far as to say that this was a nine point eight or or just a nine, but given with how many gifable like not even gifable but like infamous gifts from this episode and the right like the writing, the fact that what's his face has popped off and given us an actual good episode, which I said our track record has not been good. Let me go into detail about how our track record has <laughs> not been good. John Shaban, he wrote Skin, which oh, I did not give an official rating to because I didn't start giving ratings until episode 10. But we didn't the rating like it. wouldn't have been good. John Shaban wrote Hookman, which has a... I also didn't rate that one because that was before I started rating things. We were disappointed in that one. But though. I was disappointed in it. But then we get to Scarecrow, which, okay, Scarecrow had a nine, but we only liked that because of Meg. We went, the, we like thought back on it and we're like, why did we give that a nine? Right. The <laughs> Benders, the Benders no. had a point no. seven, which is our lowest rated episode in, in, in Supernatural so far. That we've rated. Bugs was really bad, too. We didn't Bugs rate Bugs. Bugs was really bad. I hated Bugs. And then Dead Man's Blood was a 1. Everybody Loves a Clown was a 2. Crotoan was a 3. And this was a 10. How do you Literally, do it? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't just, know. I don't know. So on IMDb, this episode has a 9.1 out of 10. It deserves so, it. For the most part, it's all eight, uh, an 8, 9, 10s. Pretty, like, even back in the day, TM was, and now people really like this one. They think it's funny. They think it's one of the best in this episode, in the season, in the show. Uh-huh. Um, they think it's really funny. And I would argue, like, I have some, I have, like, throwaway lines that I don't like for the most part but like right like I'll like give it a, like Dean calling Sam a pansy that and like when Dean comes in and see um when Dean comes in and sees the the girls on the stage Gabriel says something they're like like oh they're a peace offering and yeah like, uh, like they're not real but it's still a very weird thing to say um but like I give it a little bit of a pass because it is 2007, and I know it's not that long ago, but, like, we have, as a society, changed what is acceptable. Listen, it's not that long ago, but I'm 23, and that was 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's most of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, this one from 2011 from Zombie High 18 gave it a 7 out of 10 and says that they don't like the trickster, even though a lot of people <gasps> do. Um, wow. And they say that the guy is nice, I can't deny, but he bothers me a lot. He seems to just enjoy toying with people's lives yeah, to a great the... extent and not bothering what it does. Pro. I know most villains on this show pretty much do the same, but for someone who watched the show up to literally the last episode aired in 2011, I may have hated him because of season three's mystery spot. Stop. This person's just <gasps> mad that he so killed funny. Dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that sounds like it. But like, I also, I the point of a trickster. Sometimes trickster gods have mythology where like the the story teaches a lesson. But a lot of times, the point is they're just fucking up. They're just funny. They're just being they're not, quirky. There's, yeah, that's literally it. Um, this person thinks they broke something laughing. 
Um, That's good. This one was interesting. This one is from JBS64 uh, from February 2007. You know what that stands for? What? Just babysitting. (laughs) Great, thank you. (laughs) This one was interesting because it says, uh, yes, the good old days of Mulder and Scully. Writer John Chabon's Tall Tales episode couldn't be any more X-Files. For those of you who remember writer Vince Gilligan's X-Files episode, Bad Bad Blood, you will detect the similarities. I do remember that I haven't watched X-Files. John Chabon wrote some of X-Files' best episodes. Oh. Dreamland 1 and 2, Field Trip. They're also listing the other writers. The Pine Bluff variant, Monday and Malargo. Vince Gilligan also wrote some fantastic ones, etc. Yeah, so... He, this person wanted to get Eric Kripke to get Shaban Gilligan and Spotnitz back together in the writer's room, but I did not know that he wrote for X-Files um, or that people liked those episodes because I have not liked Shaban's episodes. Yeah, neither have we. I mean, yeah. I. Um, I just, I thought that was interesting because I didn't realize that this guy has like a pretty solid career in writing for this genre. I, if you can argue X-Files and Supernatural have a similar genre, but... Mm. This was the first time we've liked something. He right. Wrote. Well, I know that, like, on the... Hold on, I have to go back to the right page. Um, hold on, hold on. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, the director, Bradford May, um, directed mm-hmm. episodes of The Twilight Zone. So I that, see. That's, it, that was interesting to me, but... I don't know anything about here nor there, but what episodes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that maybe this episode just got lucky. I think it just got lucky, and it's because Gabriel was there. Sorry. I think it's still a good episode if you don't like Gabriel, but I definitely think it is a standout in John Chaban's work, and I would not be surprised if we watch his last episode... Uh, Folsom Prison Blues and don't like it. I will we'll tell be you. It in a few weeks. I will tell you right now, though. I did look it at the Wikipedia page, and it is about a ghost. So yeah, but that doesn't mean it'll be good. <laughs> it doesn't mean it'll be good, but I do remember the episode after reading the um, the the um, like teaser well, description. Do you think it's good? I don't remember. I just remember All the right. episode. I just. Like, cool. I remember the episode, and I remember the concept. Do I remember if it's good? No. Cool. Yeah. So, Taya, uh, closing remarks. Oh, sure. Thank you so much for listening to Hatrusa. We are everywhere at Hatrusa, so remember to follow us elsewhere. We will be posting updates, and I will be posting screenshots and whatever I can think of to keep our twitter a little bit more alive i probably won't because i don't check twitter that's for the best um you can remember to like comment share subscribe retweet reblog whatever tell people about this show leave a rating leave a review it really helps us out we don't like advertise in any way Mm -hmm. and we're very bad at twitter and People don't give a shit about Supernatural anymore, except for the very small portion of people who do, who, I'm not going to say they would at all like this show, but it's uh, maybe a little bit more critical than they might be interested in. So if you think anyone would like it, 
please share. Please tell them about it. You can just put us on in the background and we will never know. We will not judge you for just using us yeah. as background noise while you do chores. I in fact, think I think I would really appreciate that because then it's like we're your like little little chore buddies. Exactly. But we're not friends because that's Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so, yeah, help us out so we can get a few more listeners. Yeah. Hey, Taya. Hey, Haley. Ghosts? 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 Finally for you, ghosts. For me, for me, ghosts for me. Ghosts ghosts for you. We'll find out next episode if that's uh, actually some good ghosts or not. Yep. But we'll have to catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side.